Welcome, boils and ghouls, to Handle with Scare. We are a horror podcast presented by the Slash Incast Network, discussing horror movies and the phobias they emphasize. Throughout the month, we will be highlighting Asian cinema as we take a closer look at some different phasmophobia horror movies, uh, that being The Fear of the Supernatural. And again, this was a patron uh, selection for our theme. So uh, we specifically wanted to highlight Asian cinema just because the way that they incorporate, you know, spirits or ghosts are really unique and different from what we are used to seeing, uh, at least on the state side. And, you know, last week, Holly, you and I, we were talking about Mm -hmm. Renu, uh, a.k.a. The Rain, uh, which held up pretty damn well after so another too, yeah. rewatch and uh tonight you know we are tackling the other j horror juggernaut in the discussion that being Jew on the grudge uh, which came out in 2002 directed by takashi uh shimizu who actually went on to uh direct the remake uh in the US which is also very interesting to note uh and you know, the short stick of it is, uh, for the synopsis, a mysterious and vengeful spirit marks and pursues anybody who dares enter the house in which it resides. So this is a death house movie. It's pretty great. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like, b- before we get into it, you know, I want to note a couple of things. Obviously, this week is a pretty big week uh, for horror fans across the world because Scream comes out in theaters uh we got our tickets to go see it on friday i cannot wait hopefully oh that's nice you know I, we we keep seeing like the little blurts uh in regards to like early reviews from the the early screening very positive mm-hmm. stuff so far but of course and i'm gonna go with an open mind because uh, that is a franchise that is very near and dear to my heart uh oh. and you know after seeing the uh 25th year anniversary release uh you know we have the same group going for the new one which is pretty cool uh, oh, that's really fun. So that will be like my my older nephew's like first official like new scary movie release that he's going to get to see in the theater. So I'm really excited about that. And I know he loves, you know, Scream altogether. So it should it should be a good time. But, you know, again, you know, right now, as it stands, there's no word on a Paramount Plus like VOD release or anything like that. So if you're going to see it, please do not spoil the movie for others uh, because, you know, there's there's been a lot of shit going down recently, uh, which you can attest to. Yeah? <laughs> oh, because I got COVID? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I'm doing, I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. I just got a negative test today, so another five days I can go see Scream ah. and Theatas. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to 2022 not being the shit bag that it's been for the last couple of weeks. <sighs> did you hear that Ronnie Spector died? For fuck's sake. I did, yeah. It's just some sad shit. There's, there's there's a lot of that going around. I know. Everybody's just dropping off. They're like, eh, forget it. Fuck this place. Mm-hmm. It does. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. Scream's coming out. It's gonna be fun. And speaking of uh, nieces and nephews, uh, this coming week, uh, my sisters and I are gonna introduce my little niece, who is twelve, to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and okay. I am super excited because it's one of my all-time favorite TV shows. Okay, I was that was gonna be my question. Like, I didn't know if you were talking the movie or the TV series. No, fuck the movie. It's the TV show mm-hmm. for sure. And of course, uh, this week we get to talk a little bit more about uh, Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> I always, I always have to hesitate because uh, I always get her confused with Jessica Parker, Sarah Jessica Parker, <laughs> and then I have to think about it. I M G Sarah Michelle Geller. I, I do not have that problem, but you know, to each their own. <laughs> <laughs> I also have to say Charles Bronson really slowly. <laughs> I don't understand my fucking brain. But today we're talking about Juan the Grudge and how exciting it is. Absolutely. So uh, a couple of tidbits about the movie before we uh, talk about what what got into the movie. Because, you know, I learned some new things this week uh, researching okay. for the podcast, which we'll get oh. into 
uh, here in just a bit. So I want to talk about uh, Toshio, who is played by Yuya Ozeki. Uh, <laughs> and this, this kid was absolutely terrified of He's cats. Like- which is interesting. Oh, 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 oh. how do you get the uh, Because the spirit. He's creepy as fuck. <laughs> to- Toshio's spirit is often heard meowing throughout yes. the grudge. Uh, Both of them. <laughs> and so not only does this imply that his spirit merged with uh, his dece- <laughs> deceased cat, Mar, uh, but it yeah. also relates to another old Japanese legend. Uh, and in the legend, basically, the damned spirits of lost children become strays, and as a result, produce a cat's meow. So I thought that was interesting. So wow. there, there there, are, like, a, a couple of different elements in regards to, like, Japanese culture or just urban mm-hmm. legends that this movie draws upon. Uh, and, you know, some of them are, like, scene-specific. Others aren't. Uh, but that's what I really like about these two juggernaut franchises for J-Horror is both of them pull from a similar cloth and both of them are very effective at what they do. And there are quite a bit of similarities between the movies and just the, uh, the spirits that the movies are kind of built around. Uh, but I, I think if we're talking about the overall tone between the rain and the grudge, in the grudge, there really doesn't seem like there is a light at the end of the tunnel, <laughs> right? Because, like, it's a death curse. <laughs> right. So, like, all hope for you who, you know, enter this house, it's just all completely lost. You know, it feels like this portal to hell, essentially. I feel like this in, uh, I feel this, my, and I don't know if I said this in the last, uh, in our last podcast, but I feel like this is one of the first movies that I saw where you couldn't get away from a cursed house if you left it, mm-hmm. right? Where all the other haunted houses or movies about haunted houses, you, you leave the premises and you're fine. So long as you're kind of off the grounds too. Like sometimes they get you too in the garden, but you know, but once you leave the estate, you're fine. And that, not this fucker. No. He's going to follow you to the gym. He's going to be at Starbucks. It's just amazing to me that it follows absolutely everybody that walks through. Mm-hmm. And and that's really awesome. You know, it's, it's very um, uh, it, it's 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 uh, it's very consistent. Let's say. It, and it, it just it really has really a good amount of follow through. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, you've, you're going to get fucked with. That's all there is to it. So, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, so so outside of that, you know, looking at these two franchises, you know, I'm I'm gonna talk okay. about the versus movie later on in this episode. Yes, because I did watch I it. Seen it yet. I did watch it last night, and there oh, wow. there are definitely some moments that I know you are greatly going to appreciate, uh, for very obvious reasons, because it mm-hmm. involves one of our favorite things that we've seen in uh, a lot of these uh, Killer Kid movies, besides the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, oh yeah, you but, were saying. <laughs> uh, you know, we I, I posted a, a poll over on Twitter uh, earlier today to like run until like uh, 9 p.m. Central Time, which mm-hmm. is when we sit down oh, to record. And I was yes. like, all right, uh, you know, I put a Twitter poll out to see if you were on Team Sadako or Team Kiyako, uh, which is the Raider versus the Garage. And of course, what ends up happening? We have 18 votes. I'm like, great. Did you vote? And then I did, yes. <laughs> I did not vote. You did not uh, vote. So my, but I'm just going to my say. Vote, yes. <laughs> I'm just going to say it finished dead even at nine apiece. And I mm. I was sitting there initially because I was freaking out in, early on because uh, earlier in the afternoon, it was pretty one-sided in favor of the rain. And I will say, like, I have seen most of the films in both franchises. Uh, actually, I've seen all of the Rain movies outside of, like, the Korean remake oh, that cool. we, we okay. learned about. But I learned something new about The Grudge today, and that is actually that this movie is the third in the franchise. And I, I, I said, wait a minute. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> so... <laughs> Turns out, guys, I've not seen the majority of this franchise, franchise, but, I, but but what I will say is, you know, if we're talking about a digestible story or something that is easier to follow, I think the rain and that story is 
easier to follow. Uh, and I, I like the story more overall. But I think The Grudge has more memorable moments that are honestly like are a lot scarier to me than what we would get from Sadako in the rain. So it's it's a weird toss up because the way that the grudge is kind of like layered with the storytelling is okay, you are basically following this one person per act to their demise and then it goes to the next person. And right. it, and it's not necessarily in it's not in chronological order in regards to how the events are actually laid out. So it's a bit more harder to uh, get like the bigger picture. So mm -hmm. it makes the story a little bit harder to follow, which is probably why yeah, a yep, lot more people does. tend to uh, enjoy the read more. But the moments in The Grudge really stand out. And I want to talk about one of them right out of the gate. Okay. And that is uh, a scene that we've seen in other movies. Uh, and movies since The Grudge that have been, you know, parodied or just done in a similar fashion. I want to talk about the staircase scene. Oh, yes. Which, of course, you know, when you think of, like, the stair curl initially, your first thought is going to be The Exorcist. Mm -hmm. And there's no doubt that that is a phenomenal sequence in that movie, but in The Grudge, it is a very prolonged scene. You know, the, the camera doesn't really, like, pan away or anything. There wasn't any use of CGI like there was in The Exorcist to, like, remove, mm -hmm. remove like, the wire wires uh, from the actor. Uh, and, you know, the person who had played uh, the spirit in this was a trained ballet dancer uh, who was also a contortionist. So everything just clicked in that moment. But mm -hmm. just seeing how, like, deliberate and how smooth the camera work was and knowing that it didn't really, like, try to, like, shy away from it makes it just that much more impactful of a moment. And, you know, it's one of the, like, that's always the scene that I first think of when I think of The Grudge. And I know that may not be the same for you, but I really do enjoy that scene. And there's a couple others that really stand out uh, compared to The Rain. No, I, I completely agree. I think the staircase uh, scene is uh, just really iconic in the movie. And in the remake, they, I think they did a really good job. So you got Sam Raimi attached to the remake, although it is, of course, directed by the same director as the uh, Japanese original. Uh, but I, I really enjoyed, uh, I, I, ooh, and I hate to say it, but I also enjoyed the remake more than the <laughs> original for The Grudge as well. Oh my God, the hate. That's going to come this way if anybody hears me say that. Well, you're not on Twitter, <laughs> so, you know. So, guys, what yeah. you got to do is, uh, you know, log into Discord and then just post <laughs> there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and tell me what's for. Uh, but, no, I uh, in the in the remake, the that scene got a little bit of, of a, you know, what do you call it? It got jazzed up. It got jazzed up, and the editing was uh, really amazing because it not only – uh, when in the original, you have the contortionist who's doing a really amazing job, and and it's incredibly, um, incredibly creepy. In the remake, you have that plus um, uh, the, the really amazing editing as well that make the scene really jarring, and it just it re the terror really sinks in, mm -hmm. and I really enjoyed it. Although when I was watching the original, uh, Joe came through the room and he was like. Has anybody tried hitting her? <laughs> everybody, everybody's like frozen in fear. And he was like, could you just like smack her? And I'm like, you know what, Joe? I'm not going to lie to you. Nobody's tried that yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's just, I'm just putting it out there. Okay. So I, the, I don't want to choose violence every day, but you know, she's killing people. All right. Re regardless. Okay. In that situation, uh, for one, no one actually escapes the house. So, like, yeah. it doesn't matter if you're going to hit the bitch or not. Like, you were going to die. <laughs> I know, but, like, it's just, it was just the first, his first instinct. To, well, that sounds really bad. That's not his first instinct to hit women. Yeah. I'm just saying, in this particular situation, uh, as somebody's getting accosted, and then I thought to myself, you know what? Nobody's actually tried that. Uh, I mean, I don't know. That was a manifested <laughs> spirit, okay? Like, let's not, let's not try to put a label on it. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and I do have to say that, uh, um, yeah, like, so the remake is is one of the movies that uh, really uh, made, had a huge effect on me when I, when mm -hmm. they came out. So it came out, what, in 04? 
yeah. right? So I was all of like 22, 23. And it's it's sunken hard, and it's one of the movies to this day that terif- terrified me so much that it actually affected my day to day life for about a week <laughs> after I watched it. I'm not kidding. I was sleeping in the daytime because I felt safer. Mm-hmm. I was showering with the curtains drawn or the shower curtain <laughs> drawn because I couldn't bear the 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 idea of uh, not knowing what was a foot away from my face. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, right. So if the curtain's drawn and I was like staring at that door the entire time, like a fucking little kid, like a little, little tiny baby. And it's 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 impressive to me that a movie had such an effect on me. And so to this day, I hold it really uh, near and dear to my heart. So that might be another reason why I'm team The Grudge and I'm team The American Grudge. (laughs) And also Sarah Michelle Keller, for fuck's sake. Uh, yeah, I was never, I was always going to be the remake, but, uh, right. So I really enjoyed that, the, the staircase scene in both, in both, um, in both movies. But, um, I, uh, other things that I really enjoyed about the remake, uh, you were talking about how the story was a little bit convoluted and Mm -hmm. a little bit hard to follow. One of the times that I sort of disconnected from the original was when we started seeing the ghost representation of the schoolgirls. Once the 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 the, the ghost schoolgirls came into the scene, I was just like, "Oh, what the fuck now?" You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> part of my brain was like, "Whatever." <laughs> so I do apologize for that, and so I kind of enjoyed that in the in the remake. They kind of cut that entire bit out, and uh, and of course in the remake they gave a backstory to uh, um, Kayako. Right? Did I say that right? Or was there a D at the end? Kayado? No. It's Kayako. Kayako, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, where she is um, in love with Bill Pullman. And girl, I do not blame you. Uh, <laughs> and it, it, that's what started the whole thing. Because mm-hmm. you don't see that in the original. In the original, it's, uh, you know, she cheats. The husband finds out. Kills the whole family. In yep. the remake, it's um, she gets obsessed with Bill Pullman. And follow, follows him around, writes in her journal how much she loves him. The husband finds the journal, goes crazy, kills the family. Uh, so we we got a chance to you know squeeze in another uh, another actor, a great you know good actor, Bill Pullman, and like that first scene where he just dives over the railing. Like I thought that was really powerful too, and it reminded me of the Lodge and how like Alicia Silverstone is in that movie for like three minutes, and then she shoots herself. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and uh, but Bill Pullman does come back later, where they they injected a scene that wasn't in the well. The original kind of had that scene too, where uh, the guy is seen. Uh, I think it was a uh, Toyama. Is no, that's a girl. Um, shoot, uh, a, a character is seen. Actually, Toyama and some of her girlfriends, you know, sort of like uh, in the past and in life or something. And they do the same thing in the remake with Bill Pullman and Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um, a little bit more revealing of the story. So I, I, I dug that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that's something that kind of happened in both The Ring and in The Grudge, where the American remakes kind of had a little bit more of a sleuthing element to the movies, which, you know, I really, I, I really dig. I mean, I know it's formulaic and I know it's a hook, but it works. Mm-hmm. So all I'm hearing from you is with the original you're like, all right, I get it. Like 18,000 people died in this oh. house. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, I mean, like the uh, the schoolgirls, like, uh, you know, you get used to the little boy in makeup mm. and then you get used to uh, Kayako in makeup and, and they're very spooky and they're really great. Uh, but then the more people you start putting in makeup, the less impactful it is, right? So by the time the schoolgirls came around and there's like, three or four of them walking around you're like okay girls the exit is that way <laughs> you know like you're not afraid of them anymore because you're kind of losing the mystique and that's something that the remake uh kept a lot of and um and then also i i also liked the acting a little better in the remake i'm so sorry all right so let's uh let's re, re- <laughs> let's rewind a bit uh i want to okay. talk about what this all stems from let's talk about the stem Okay, so uh, there were short films that started The Grudge. <gasps> I have not seen either of these. 
Did you want to do reaction videos? We can't do them today because I haven't showered in a day and a half. <laughs> uh, maybe, this will probably end up being what we'll be doing for the yes! Patreon. Yes! Uh, so That'd be cool, man. The main characters from the franchise first appeared in two short films from Takashi Shimizu, which makes a ton of sense because, you know, he's the director yeah, of this. he's a dude. Uh, so we have both of these short films, uh, Kadosumi and, you know, I... I hate the title of this because it's just like four repeating, like nine times is the title of it. <laughs> uh, but these feature, <laughs> you know, teenagers getting the fright of their lives as they encounter, mm -hmm. you know, the crawling contortionist, small boy who mouths like a cat. Uh, and, you know, both of them have, you know, the whole painted head to toe in white appeal to mm -hmm. their spirits. Uh, and these shorts were actually made for a TV anthology of Ooh. mini scares. So basically, you had Shimizu, who was drawn inspiration for uh, the ghost appearance uh, from the Buto dance groups that frightened him as a child, uh, which is a very like heavy contortion, uh, body paint, and like very like uncanny type movement dance uh, that often relate to like taboo subject matters in Japan. And wow. you know, in regards to like four. Uh, like, I know in the 2020 grudge, the number of the house was, like, 44, and the number four actually has a pretty big significance in Japanese culture, mm -hmm. uh, since it is considered to be unlucky. Uh, Whoa. So, the reason for that is that the number is a homophone of the Japanese word for death. <laughs> so, you know, if you have a, a house 44, that is considered to be a death house. Mm. So. Do they go for cheap? Uh, they they do probably finally, do. Do you get the murder discounts? Uh, so, it, it doesn't stop there. <laughs> uh, so, these shorts would later uh, get an expansion into the straight-to-video feature uh, thanks to Shimizu's mentor at film school. So, you had Ju-On the Curse and The Curse mm -hmm. 2, uh, which was... Uh, the basic introduction for like the chronological uh, fragmented storytelling that we would, you know, kind of like see like throughout the rest of the series that they would use. Right. Uh, and it also introduced the backstory of the two spirits throughout different linked segments. So, you know, when I read that, I was like, wait a minute, this isn't the first movie. And I got so confused and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but from 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 what I have been seeing, it seems like at this point, when we got to the Grudge, it pulled a lot from the Curse and the Curse Two, and it was kind of like a, a culmination of the two for the <laughs> Grudge. So you basically had like the intro, then you had okay, we're gonna expand on it concept, and then you had the full blown picture when you got to Juwan the Grudge. Well, didn't we didn't we see the same sort of uh, path uh, taken by Tetsuo, Men of Steel, mm -hmm. where uh, the director had created shorts that sort of well, he his were an actual performance that they filmed and then turned into a movie, which was really interesting. But you know, just kind of baby steps. You've got a really good idea, and unless until it's completely fleshed out, you don't stop with it. So that's really interesting. Right. I wish I had that kind of drive and follow through. <laughs> I haven't even fucking changed that in my Christmas pajamas today. Yeah, well, uh, there's always tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Thank you, T. There's always tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe I will shower <laughs> tomorrow. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Not this all right, much. all right. So, uh, so, so, as you had alluded to, obviously there is a major curse for the grudge, and how it all starts, as you mentioned, uh, you know, the house was once occupied by. Uh, the Sayeki family, and you had Takeo, who murders his wife, Kayako, mm -hmm. after he discovers that she's fallen in love with another man. Bill and, Pullman! And of course, I mean, not in Japan. Yeah. But, you know. And of course, what happens? Takeo kills the rest of his family. That, that, that includes uh, Toshio, his son, as well as the family cat, Mar, who, you know, Aww. you know that spirit would merge with the son, and then you got the whole uh, cat boy. For the rest of the movie. <laughs> uh, and, you know, that creates this moment that is so violent that it puts a curse on the house and anyone who enters it or comes into contact with it 
dies. Mm-hmm. AKA, it's a death house. It's a death house. Yeah. And then later on, you have a couple moving in with uh, with mother-in-law, who is, um, she, she needs around-the-clock care. And so they have, of course, somebody coming in uh, from the state helping them out, which, or no, mm-hmm. I think they pay them. I think at some point they mentioned payment. But uh, that's basically just how more people get drawn into the house and cursed. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't really just buy it for super cheap on the market because, you know, everyone mm. dies there. Would you buy a haunted house? Would I buy I a would. haunted house? Uh, yes. At the price is right? Why the hell not? Yeah, right? <laughs> just sage that fucker. It'll be fine. <laughs> Ooh, to do another little difference that I noticed between the movies. In the original, when uh, the caretaker arrives at the house and finds that grandma has um has soiled herself mm-hmm. in the original she sees poop smeared all over the mat where she sleeps in the remake it's just a yellow sheet and i was like oh way to clean it up for american audiences you lose you're losing something in translation mm-hmm. but so i kind of wish it had gone harder in that bit but like i said in general like um what I, you know what i do like about the originals though is that all of their settings are way more um day-to-day uh, life in Japan. Mm-hmm. All of the buildings are modern, and all of the uh, everything is just um, normal, basically, right? In the remakes, uh, they kind of crank up the 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 culture in the in when it comes to the buildings and whatnot. Like everything's a, a little bit more uh, traditional looking, just sort of to add that like sense of like we're in Japan, right? If that makes any sense. Yes, no, <laughs> I mean maybe. I get it. I get it. And it's also, right? it was also a really different take, too, having a movie uh, originally drawn from Japan, actually, like, filmed in Japan. Like, that was the other thing that really stood out in regards to the remake, was they actually stuck true to the setting of the movie. Cause right, everything almost else, scene for scene. And everything else, you <laughs> would never get that. No, absolutely not. They did add different little elements, and I was just watching, I had a purchase, Juan, um, I think I, I paid, like, four bucks for it. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know how to steal things. And then um, for The Grudge, I ended up getting the free subscription to Stars. So remind me before the week's out. I got to cancel that fucker. Okay. Um, and so I watched it there. But there was a... It was... I don't know if I missed it because I was spaced out. But one of my favorite scenes in the remake, which isn't in the original. So in the remake, the couple that moves in after uh, the whole shit's gone down... The one that they move in with the with the elderly mother that needs assistance. Um, they're American. And in the original, they're Japanese. And the big difference is that, um, shoot, I forget the actress's name, but she was in Carnival and shit. Uh, or Carnival. Um, so she's moved to Japan with her husband. She doesn't speak the language. And one of my favorite scenes in the remake uh, that I didn't see in Star, so I don't know if that got cut out. She's in a grocery store and she's trying to shop for herself. And she doesn't, she, she does, since she doesn't know Japanese, she is completely clueless about what to buy because everything is packaged to the point where you can't see what's inside. So it's just, um, just lettering on the outside. And she pokes a hole into like a, a bowl of something, like through the plastic and the paper, and she sniffs it. And then she buys like everything, <laughs> everything that's on the shelf that's that one item that was good enough. She ends up buying it. And then well, there's a whole sense of like, uh, she's an outsider. She's scared. Everything is so unfamiliar, which really comes through really well and makes you feel the same discomfort that she feels. And so really adds to the tension, which I thought was a really good take on it. Interesting. Yeah, I'll have to rewatch mm-hmm. the the U.S. remake just because it has been quite a few years since I, I have last seen it. Because the, the last Grudge movie I watched was uh, Sadako versus Kayako, which I'll talk about <laughs> later. Uh, and I also later watch... now? No, I'm not. We're no. not there. We're not there yet. Uh, we're so, not there yet. All right. I, I want to talk about one of the with the other memorable scenes in this movie. And that is <laughs> the bedroom scene. Uh, the, with, the, uh... the, the, un, the under the bed sheet scene in particular. Oh, yeah. Oh, with the Hitomi. Okay. So, uh, for starters, this is another. This is a scene specific that draws from an urban legend. Ooh. Which you know, again, both of these franchises have pulled from urban legends, uh, and they they actually have like a 
a class talking about urban legends in the Versus movie. Uh, and they do mention, uh, you know, a couple of other Japanese ones. Uh, okay, so in this, you know, you have the under the bed, sh the under the bed sheet scene uh, being directly inspired by the urban legend of the girl in the gaps. And the gist, Ooh. the gist of it is that there is this spirit that lives between the gaps of things like furniture or a door that is slightly open. And if you lock eyes with motherfuckers, that's the scariest part of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And if you lock eyes with the girl in the gap, it will ask you to play hide and seek. Now, obviously, in the movie, uh, you know, you kind of have like that one old guy uh, who's co constantly playing like peekaboo. You know. Oh yeah. That was uh, a good so, you know, in in this moment, uh, while you're playing. If you were to see the eyes in the gap again, <clears throat> you would be instantly transported to hell. <laughs> oh, that seems like such yeah, an easy yeah. way to get to hell. But like, I feel like you can accidentally just end up in hell. Ugh, I yeah. hate these rules. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, but it's, I love Japan. It's, it's a rough one. <laughs> but I just remember, you know, the first time I saw The Grudge and that scene hit. I'm just like, yeah, no covers. Yeah, we're not doing it. Nope. Mm -mm. <laughs> so that's that. Is, did you actually have that reaction in real life, or was that just like a, a funny thought that ran through your head? No, that's that's definitely something I did after the first watch. Because oh, that, that scene, that scene terrified yeah. me when I first saw it. And like, because well, we, it's so close to your face. And it's 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 that type of like sequence in the genre has become so played out. Yeah. Since the grudge came out where, you know, it doesn't quite have the same impact. Uh, so, like, if you're going back to, like, watch a movie for the first time, it's probably not going to, like, hit that same sort of level. It's not, yeah. As it did it with doesn't. me. But it's just the fact that, like, it's not, like, the stereotypical, you know, you're just laying down, you, like, sight and lift up, and then you have, like, the, the pop moment. Because it's more prolonged, mm -hmm. much like the staircase curl scene, so... That, that's what I love about, you know, this movie is everything's not just immediate, bam, jump scare. It's, you know, it, it drums up the suspense before it actually hits you with it, which makes it that much more impactful as a mm -hmm. viewer. No, I completely agree. And it's uh, like you were saying, I think that's the whole point of our show. Mm -hmm. People's love of horror is you keep chasing that dragon, <laughs> you know, keep chasing that scare that got you so good when you were younger. And you never quite get there. Every once in a while, I'll see a movie that is really, uh, that gets there, but never, never since, never liked the grudge ever since the grudge, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, um, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Although that was pretty terrifying. I don't know if I want to go back to that, that intensity. Cause again, a whole week, T. I spent a whole week being weird, and my boyfriend was so mad at me. <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh, no, I, I wanted to say, like, you stopped acting weird after a week. Like, you were still yeah. weird. Just not I'm always that weird. <laughs> not because of the grudge, though, right? And he got so mad. He's like, why do you keep watching that shit? And I'm like, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's that's the story of my life. I'm too obsessive <laughs> and that I can't deal with shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, so yeah, like it's the what are we just talking? So the drawn out moments, the the really the the building the suspense and and uh, Takashi's really really good at that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Seal that up. All right. Okay. And Ted Raimi. Yeah. Yeah, remake Ted Raimi because of course his brother just gives him a job every time he does anything. Gosh, why aren't any of my sisters big time directors? Fuck's sake! You're dropping the ball. I know. I, well, I should. I should say something. I should say something. Yeah, tell them to like get their <laughs> shit together. <laughs> I'm gonna wait till next Christmas when we're all drunk, yeah. and then I'm gonna yeah. let it out. <laughs> then just what the hell? What the hell, man? <laughs> yeah, so so we used to say after the Rain remake came out in the US, we had this whole boon of yeah. J horror remakes coming out in the US. It was a good time. <laughs> it was a good time. Those were those were a good idea to do. I mean, I know in the last episode I was like, what the hell? We steal everything. But honestly, they were good movies that were remade and they I think added a lot to our own pop culture. I I will say 
they started good, and then there oh, was a drastic <laughs> turn. In That's quality. how every franchise goes, basically. Though I mean, it's... no, I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm not. I'm not necessarily talking <clears throat> about the franchise longevity because, like, yes, they did also have sequels in the U.S. I'm talking about the other remakes to hit the U.S. Oh right, there yeah, was a pretty I mean, pretty steep decline <clears throat> uh, shortly get, after like, the Grudge. <laughs> I gotta get a recommendation from somebody I like before I see like the Grudge two or three or four. I mean, although I did see Silent Night like through five, <laughs> those were awesome. <laughs> but uh, yes, I agree. <laughs> All right, so, uh, you know, on our last episode, I was uh, telling you about some of the uh, marketing campaigns that was going on ahead of the release of Sadako versus Kayako. Oh, right. <laughs> and, you know, I mentioned, you know, there was, like, this uh, baseball game that Sadako had mm -hmm. shown up. Actually, it was both of them. footage of that. Uh, so they had Sadako oh. and Kayako interrupt, like, this baseball match between... Uh, I'm not even going to even try to pronounce the names of the cities, but it's, like, the... It's like the fighters versus like the swallows, <laughs> and like you just have uh, the studio marketing teams like you know what? Let's have these spirits show up at the baseball game. I bet everyone I, went nuts, and I'm sure they loved it because like those are like the franchise players of horror in Japan. But I will say, you know, I was very tentative about actually watching the movie because mm -hmm. of, you know, some of the reviews I was reading online, and I know that's not the best way to judge a movie. And then, you know, we looked it up on a podcast, and we're like, oh, look, it's available to stream on Shudder. On Shudder! <laughs> and I'm like, well, all right. Because typically what happens on Twisted Tuesday is I uh, will pick the double feature that we watch. And we were, mm -hmm. we were already watched The Grudge, and we watched... the. The Rain and The Rain 2 last week. And if I were to, like, create a double feature, I was like, I would not know in any other circumstance where I would be able to fit this movie. So there's no time like the present since we just watched The Rain last week and we watched The Grudge this week. Let's watch the Versus movie just to see if it really is as mm -hmm. bad as the internet tried to make me believe. And it was well, rated four skulls out of five on Shudder. That's a lot of skulls. That's a lot of skulls. So I read. But I feel like Shudder's a little easy on the on the ratings though, because it's all horror movie lovers. So we see with the eyes of love. It, it's here, here's basically <laughs> what ends up happening with new releases on Shudder, just in general. Is it a horror movie? If they say no, they give it one skull. Oh. <laughs> basically, just. Just that, that they, you know, they watch like 10 minutes, one school. Uh, well, if it is. What's, Disco what's Discovery of Witches? I've seen it on there. It looks like it has a good rating. Like, I've been a little curious, but I'm like, why is this on fucking Shudder? I've I've never seen it, so I can't tell. But, like, it's not. Shudder isn't exclusively horror. <laughs> Which a lot How of people just assume. How dare you? Oh, well, I'm just I, saying. I assumed. I assumed myself. I thought it was horror. Wow. wow. And horror adjacent sci-fi, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I, else do I, they have on I, there? I, Is there like a lot of like you know rom coms or some shit? No, not really. Well, but, what other shit do they have that's not horror? It's it's primarily like sci fi uh, exploitation <laughs> type <laughs> okay. stuff, you know. But it's not just exclusively horror based. Uh, you okay. know, I know they just added a bunch. I'm trying to think. They added a bunch of like folk movies. Uh, oh, that's in interesting. Week. Uh, but I'm pretty sure most of those are folk horror besides the point but anyways so <laughs> the versus movie i watched it mm -hmm. my gut reaction was mm -hmm. why did i listen to the internet because i actually had a really good <gasps> time with it but, oh, that's awesome okay so so if i were to like uh dv out percentages to like how the movie split up it's basically like you got like uh 45 percent the rain. <laughs> Equal part the grudge. And like 5% okay. spirit battle. <laughs> I mean, well, that's kind of usually how it goes. Right? Like yeah, Jason versus Freddy. <laughs> th there, there was more back and forth in Freddy versus Jason. But like I going in, I did not expect it to be that. You know, I didn't know if it would be as.
has tongue-in-cheek humor. And like, is it tongue-in-cheek humor or is it no oh, humor? Oh, for this one? Yeah. There's a little humor? bit. It's not like, okay. it's not as super dark as like the grudge. But what I will say is in regards to like capturing the essence of the ring and the grudge, I thought the movie does a really good job at both properties in that regard. Oh, cool. The one drawback to the movie is how cliche <laughs> the versus part of it is. Oh, I see. Okay, uh, like no imagination. Pro- in regards to like how it all unfolds. So I, I will give you bits of the movie, but I'm not, I'm not going to tell you how it ends. I'm going to watch it, so thank yeah. you. Yeah, okay. So my favorite part of the movie <laughs> is the part I told you about. <laughs> So there are these three kids that are bullying this other uh, boy at their school. And they are uh, basically like making him carry this backpack and they stuff it full of heavy rocks. And then they force him to go inside the garage house. And, you know, they don't, like, fully, like, zip up the backpack, and one of the rocks falls out of the backpack, and, of course, like, the bullies, you know, force the the kid to, like, pick it up. And, you know, the kid, like, leans over, picks it up, and what does he do? He fucking Yoshio. throws that thing at the main bully, what? decks him right in between yeah. the eyes. Yeah, good job, kid. And the kid's busted open from it, and, of course, you know, <gasps> he... he Whoa. He then ventures into the house, and of course, you know, the bullies, you know, give chase, and, uh, you know, because they enter the death house, uh, you can only imagine what happens. They're cursed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, leading up to that moment, of course, you know, the, the one boy who's getting bullied goes to hide in the closet, uh, which, of course, has some significance to the grudge because of, uh, you know, certain death scenes in the franchise. So, you know, there's a spirit residing in that area. Besides the point. Uh, but, you know, the, the main bully tracks a kid down who's in the closet. He, you know, slides it open. And the kid decks him again with another yeah. rock. And I was like, ha! They gave him the weapon. I was <laughs> like, pretty good. that's what you get. And then he used to say, uh, they don't make it. But it was yeah, it I was that have, moment. So. You know, on this podcast, you and uh-huh. I share the uh-huh. love when it comes to kids getting, <laughs> getting heavy shit thrown at them. <laughs> I mean, nothing as good as a lamp, but I get it. Yes, it's not a lamp, but it's just the fact that, like, you actually see the kid get it busted open, and then he goes right straight back to it again like i don't know what that bully (laughs) expected was gonna happen like yeah you know like the whole point is like hey kid go inside i bet you won't do it like a double dog dare you or whatever i don't he doesn't actually say that but you know the whole point is to get the kid that they're bullying to go inside the house and be like haha look at this idiot he actually went inside the death house only to then give trace inside the death house and all the kids get killed but it's just the fact that you have that rock throwing moment and i'm just like this movie. Now I gotta go watch it. When was this made? By fantastic. the way, who made this? Let me pull up Shutter really quick because it was fairly recently uh, that it came out. Okay, let me pull it up. Mute this. It was released in two thousand and sixteen. Uh, okay. okay. Let me see what other films this director did because I don't think he was attached to either franchise. Uh, so this was directed by Koji uh, Shirashi. I know he's done horror. Let me see. Uh, he did the... Oh, shit. I'm trying to remember how to pronounce this one. The the Nori films. Okay. Which is another one of the more underrated like Japanese franchises. Uh, but yeah. Entertaining movie. There are definitely some moments that might make you like groan in like the the third act when you have the versus <laughs> battle. Uh but the the way that it's set up is interesting because obviously you got the two different curses. And the only other things I will note is in regards to Sadaku and the uh imprint in regards to like the cursed tape. Yeah. Different tape. Not the same. Oh, new tape. Okay. It's a new tape. Uh, Is it a DVD? (laughs) 
<laughs> no, it's still a, it's still a cursed videotape. Okay, so she's gonna get harder and harder to like haunt. Yeah, she but sees like that not many people have VHS tapes uh, anymore. Or players, I mean. The the content of said tape does not matter. Like there's there's no like uh like no significance to anything being shown on the tape. Just the fact that like the tape is the vessel to create the curse. Mm, uh gotcha. But my the, the other really interesting part about the movie, at least with the curse aspect, was they changed the timeline in regards to how long it takes for Sadako to kill you. Oh, it's not seven days. It's not seven days. It is. Is it three days? Two days. You were close. Whoa! And I I'm, like this. I'm just like, you know, I, I. I, I don't necessarily understand it initially because, like, you, well, you're kind of, like, used to that, but, like, the reason why it was seven days earlier is because, like, well, you had a whole mystery to fucking, <laughs> you know, solve. <laughs> so, you know, you had all that backstory to get through, and then they're like, okay, we're just going to speed up the process. How can we make this curse deadlier? Oh, I know. Let's shave off five days five out days. of the week. Sure. A work Sounds week. like a great idea. <laughs> so that's what they went with. So it's two days in this one. But when when the girl that gets cursed with the videotape is watching it, she's with a friend, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, this is this is go- this is very relevant to the times. One girl is watching the curse tape and it's it's re- it's very short compared to uh the rain tape. You know, the one girl is watching it, and of course the other girl paying absolutely no fucking attention to it, because uh-huh. she's too busy on her phone. <laughs> That's me. Yep. <laughs> so, you can only imagine what happens. One of them gets cursed, and the other <laughs> does not. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel a lot better, because that would definitely be me. Yeah. <laughs> like, on my phone, like, <gasps> did I miss it? <laughs> oh, no. I know. Let's- oh, no. You have, like, that whole, like, oh, can we rewatch it moment? And then the chick who watches it is like, no, <laughs> we're not doing it. <laughs> so, no, I'm only going to live for one day. <laughs> so, okay. Bottom line, it's it's entertaining. Like, if you were a fan of these franchises, I, I would recommend and it. And I am. And it does. Awesome. It, it does have those moments that has, it, it kind of feels like a best of compilation, so to speak. Because there are pulls from both franchises. Uh, you you still have like the scare aspect, and it's just a good atmosphere that we've already been accustomed to from both of these. But you know the the ending, as I said, very cliche. So that might be where it loses you. But I think it's mm, worth okay. It's worth a ninety eight minute viewing experience. Well, it's cool that they put it at the very end then. <laughs> so yeah, there you have it. So. <laughs> Thumbs up for me. I I was I was oh, very awesome. surprised, and uh, the Twisted Tuesday crew were all in agreeance. It, it oh, got it got a little great. silly at the end, but we we all enjoyed it. So there you go. And by then you're pretty drunk, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, we we no? we always yes. have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well that's really fun to hear. Uh, I'm glad. Uh, I'll check it out. It sounds like a lot of fun. And yeah, man, I want to go to Japan. When is the stupid pandemic going to be over so we can go to Japan? Ugh. And I'm going straight for the 44 house. Yeah. That's too. Yeah. And uh, you'll get cursed and then, you know, we'll just find you in the closet or something. Yay. And then I get to stay in Japan. <laughs> Forever. Forever. <laughs> uh, unless you uh, look through the cracks and then you get transported to hell. Ah, oh, God yeah. damn it. You got to be mindful fucking... of that. <laughs> There's always a catch, isn't there? All right. Well, that was a lot of fun. Oh, my goodness. And so next week, what do we have next week? Next week? uh, No, that's the week after. We're ending on House. Yeah, that's good. House is in two weeks. Uh, Next week, we have Shudder. 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 Not Shudder. 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 Release. In Better. 2004, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the director, Better. the two directors' names because they Better. have Thai Better. names. They sound the same, Shudder and Shudder. Yeah, There's they no do. There's no fucking difference. Wow. Okay, this is a, a film from Thailand, and yep. I'm really excited. Which was also, uh, it, this is also one of those movies that was remade in the U.S. Ooh. <gasps> and it oh, was shit. garbage. Oh, my oh, gosh. What it, was it? Is it called the same in English, Shudder? Yes. 
I'll look it up because maybe that breaks the the streak of me liking the remix better than the originals. Oh shit! Yeah, the, All right. the remake. The remake was released in two thousand and eight, uh, and <laughs> I'm I'm I want to see what it's what the current rankings are between the two on IMDb or ratings. I want to see okay, original seven point one. All right, that's uh, respectable. Yeah, it's very respectable. Uh, what about the U.S. version? Let's see. Uh, 5.2. Ooh, not so good. That's uh, about what you would kind of expect. Shutter movie tie. How do, where do I see this? Where do I watch it? Watch movie. Watch movie. <laughs> Looks like it's on Prime Video. Wait, no, it's free on Voodoo. It is free. What the fuck video. that is. Nice. And then let's see the the remake is available for three four dollars for four dollars on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So there's a good reason not to watch it. <laughs> okay. Man, I have to four spend whole money dollars. for whole dollars as for a- shitty content. Well. <laughs> Here's the way I look at it. You know, you can spend $4 watching a terrible rem- remake, or you can spend $172 or whatever the equivalent was uh, in Japanese currency to pay for the cursed tape in the rain. <laughs> what the hell was oh that? My God. <laughs> Who would pay that much for a cursed <laughs> tape? I don't know. And not, That's hilarious. Not, not only that, to buy it for that much, only to not watch it. Like, well, here's the hook: <laughs> it's a lifetime subscription. So <laughs> once you watch it, you know that's all the video you'll ever need. Yeah, I mean, I guess that is true. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so so Shutter next week, and then we'll be ending the month with House, and we'll have my good buddy Rod Johnston from Murder Moose Podcast on another one of our slash podcast. Ooh, nice! No, 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 no. Sorry, I clicked on something and I thought I was going to mess up the recording. <laughs> oh, no. We're good. All right, so we're having Rob, Lob, Rod, Rob, yeah, Rod, 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 Rod yes, from yes. Murder Moose. Yeah, you know, Josh, Josh's other half. Cool. <laughs> Josh was so high energy. I really enjoyed that. I was like, damn, I need to learn from Josh. <laughs> I feel like, like it's <laughs> my performance is the sexual equivalent of giving somebody the starfish. <laughs> That's why you just lay there in bed and get as flat as possible. <laughs> so, okay, this is going to be a, a weird. Lover, this this, this, this is a weird yeah. segue. So, uh, during the shower scene, uh, when we were watching Jua, <laughs> you know, my my friend Jessica, uh, just immediately as soon as we hit the shower bird. scene, uh, immediately this fucking scene. I was like, "What? I thought you're like having your hair hair pulled." And she's like, <laughs> "You know, there's some other things that accompany." accompany that <laughs> i was like all right fair point <laughs> yeah that was uh that was a creepy creepy scene and of course remade exactly yeah. in the remake which was also cool yeah i mean it's in like all yeah. all the grudge remakes it was in the 2021 as ah, well. really yep oh wait no that's a, that's still a remake of the original so we're keeping it i thought you meant like the the sequels where it's like oh jesus that i don't reusing know this guy? i don't know because i haven't i haven't seen all the grudge franchise so i can't tell you okay. for sure so, okay. So it might, it might be. But I don't know. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe Ooh. it is. Maybe it isn't. I guess we're just going to have to find out while Ooh. we revisit the rest of the franchise. Ooh. But until then, again, yeah. if you guys are going Better. out to go see Shutter. Scream, don't spoil it for anyone, please. Because this is, you know, one of the bigger releases this year. And I know, GT, it's only January. I'm well aware of that. Take it easy. But this is pretty upset about this already. <laughs> well, it's just because like this is like one of like the three major genre releases mm. of the year. What are the other ones that you're excited about? Uh the black phone. Cool. I I I I'm afraid to, spot, huh? I'm afraid to even say the other one because I was so disappointed with the last one. <laughs> is it the Princess Diaries? Oh yeah, that's that. No, <laughs> we got we got the the end of Halloween. Halloween ends. Oh, to also look forward to, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't. Know, I'm just curious to see how how they're gonna end it. But I don't know, you man. Seem, if you it's seem a little sad there. If it's Andy. if 
if if it's 90 if it's like 80% riot again like i don't know <laughs> might not like it <laughs> who's the real monster turns out it's man yeah turns out it was man all along yeah. <laughs> sorry no that's your How favorite typical that's your favorite cliche <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the the, okay. the the only better way to end it would be uh just for uh Lori and Michael to like go out on a dock and then get sh- smited by God and fall into the water. Ooh, yeah. bad seat style. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that'd be, that'd be, I that'd own be that fantastic. movie. <laughs> <laughs> Cause for three ninety nine you could rent it or own it. Yeah. And at that point, why the hell not? Then, yeah, then you too. Then you too can uh, see what any everyone's genuine reaction is to how shocking of a ending that is. Because we sure as shit did not see it coming. <laughs> not at all. That was pretty rad. Ah, <laughs> oh. and, and all right. Well, I guess what? Yeah, and you yeah. know, it's it's like now nowadays, it's it's so hard for me to compare any other movie ending to that movie. Because <laughs> yeah. like that was like the cream de la creme, <laughs> like. Mwah. Perfect. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Yeah, right. Just perfect. <laughs> Chef's kiss. <laughs> well, that's what I'm hoping with Shutter. Yeah. Shutter. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, we'll see what ghost lies within uh, photography. I Ooh. But anyway. Ooh, I will. Oh, I yeah. will say this. I forgot to mention in the original Grudge or the Cursory one. One of my favorite things were when Hitomi is hiding in her bed, right? Mm-hmm. And she's turning and she turns on the TV and the and the TV has this newscaster on it, this woman, <laughs> and her face is slowly getting distorted. Mm-hmm. It just at first it's just static. You're like, oh, basic, regular old static. And then boom, scary face. And then she's like, turn it off, turn it off. It's not going off. That was also pretty great, because that was one creepy ass face. Yeah. Thank you, the Grudge. Yeah. Original. Still holds up. Still holds up for sure. Yeah, both of them still hold up. So all in all, you were you were team grudge. I was I'm team grudge for sure. And, and your that, team that's that's what you I, vote for? I voted for <laughs> Team Kayako. <laughs> oh yay! Awesome. The, okay. even, even after the fact that I learned that I had not actually seen all the movies in the franchise, I still wow, voted for it. Dedication. Uh nice. now now that Loyalty. being said. That being said, I do want to track down the ones that I haven't seen, just to see. And do reaction videos on? Well, on I, the I primarily, so can... I primarily just want to see like how the other ones rank up because I've heard some pretty good things about the other okay. ones because I've only basically seen like this one, and the Grudge Two, and also the U.S. The Grudge and the Grudge Two, and then the last twenty twenty of the Grudge, which is awful. <sighs> oh. Just, is it that bad? Yes. yes. It is okay. that bad. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, that's too bad. Why why fuck with perfection, man? If the, you know, if they brought back Sarah Michelle Geller, this wouldn't have happened. Well, you you know what part of the problem was? That Buffy wasn't in it? Yeah, I mean that that was a problem, yes. Uh but I think that was like the only one of the franchise that Takashi didn't have anything to do with. Oh, for good reason, I'm sure. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, go watch this one. It's a good one. Go watch the versus movie between Sadako and Kayako. Watch kids getting pelted in the face with heavy rocks because it's fantastic. And then you can watch everyone, uh, you know, get led to their demise because, you know, Ooh. curses. Curses. Oh, yeah. curses. Yeah. Curses. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Death. death yeah. yeah. Death. Curses. Death curses. <laughs> uh, and, uh, hey, like, we've seen beds that eat people we've seen houses that kill people you know uh-huh. who's to say there's not a killer purse out there i bet there is we've had yeah. we've had pairs of slacks that possess people come on like it there's there's i'm sure there's something okay <laughs> yeah i think you're absolutely right and it's probably like made out of human skin or some stupid shit like that yeah yeah and it'll be the sequel to uh, house of gucci <laughs> I'd actually watch that. <laughs> but anyways. Oh. With that okay. being said, if you guys want to contact the show, you can do so a couple of different ways. Uh, we do have our Patreon page at patreon.com slash handle with scare. We have tiers starting at just $1 a month. You can are you earn... ever going to see part of that dollar? I don't think uh, so. Yeah. You're not going <laughs> to see a single penny 
Holly. <laughs> not one. Uh, <laughs> I've got expenses, man. Some of these movies cost upwards of four dollars. I'll go straight to our hosting. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah, we have TSR at just one dollar a month, and you can earn any number of perks, which includes our monthly commentary tracks. You could also pick a movie for our phobia selection, or even <gasps> pick yeah. the phobia, like Lonely Bob yeah. did for this month. Uh, That's a good one, Bob. Yeah, and outside of that, of course, you can find us on Instagram at Handle with Scare Pod. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter at Handle with Scare, or you can reach me. Holly doesn't do Twitter. Uh, no. No. And uh, you can email the show at handlewithscarepod at gmail.com. But for now, enjoy your weeks. Go check out this movie and the verses that follows so you too can see what happens when two curses collide. Have a good one. <laughs>